This book is a follow-up to The Perfect Nazi, a book I wrote in 2010. It told the secret story of my Nazi grandfather, Bruno Langbein, 1906-92. I discovered that he had joined the party, as well as the SA, Sturmabteilung, brown shirts, in 1926, becoming one of Hitler's beloved old fighters, Documents showed that he joined the SS, Schutzstaffel, in 1937, attached to the SD, Sicherheitsdienst, or Security Service, and ended up an SS Hauptsturmführer, or Captain. He survived the war by the skin of his teeth, lived under an assumed name in the immediate post-war years, and re-emerged into the 1950s West German economic miracle, able to resume a prosperous career as a dentist in the Charlottenburg area of West Berlin. He died at the age of 86, just months after his great nemesis, the Soviet Union, finally collapsed, having already taken the Berlin Wall with it. He was unrepentant to the last, convinced his years in six different Nazi guises, party, SA, SS, Wehrmacht, health policy professional, white-coated dentist, were the most fulfilling and important, not just of his life, but of any German life. In 2019, I was invited by a Hamburg-based production company to contribute two films to a major series they'd been commissioned to make for German and international television, entitled The German Abyss, the story of the Nazi catastrophe from its earliest to its final days. I wrote and directed episodes 7 and 8, films directly related to the Holocaust. The reason given for hiring me was the very honourable and very typically German desire to open out the two most sensitive parts of the narrative to a non-domestic perspective. In my case, having worked with BBC and Channel 4 for 30 years. It was a long and fascinating experience, working very closely with an immensely accomplished German production team, with over 30 of the world's leading Third Reich and Holocaust historians providing commentary and insight. I wrestled with the scripts and the thoughts within them for nearly 18 months, relishing the chance to turn the canvas round. This was the big picture, working its way down to individual details, not, as with Bruno's story, a micro-narrative mapped out against its bigger background. The Finnish series aired to very positive critical reaction, especially in Germany, though it was regrettably never acquired by either American or British broadcasters. Having grappled with the key questions... I was nagged by how even two 45-minute documentary scripts struggled to do more than scratch the surface. I decided to take them as a starting point for a broader narrative investigation, the result of which is this book. But I wanted to do something different from offering up another Holocaust survey, of which there are already so many of stunning quality. It was the coda to a book about Adolf Eichmann, Nazi bureaucrats, written by Yaakov Lozovic, then archive director of Yad Vashem, Israel's Holocaust Research Centre, that sparked the story I have tried to tell here. In it, as a summary of what a lifetime spent investigating Nazi crimes had taught him, 
the author offered a deceptively succinct definition of evil and its four key levels. I read them, wondering if Nazism's enormity could ever be contained by something as seemingly low-key as four levels of evil, but they have stuck with me ever since. I propose to distinguish among four kinds of evil in man. The first kind can be called indifference. This is the ability to live one's life while ignoring the suffering of others when this suffering is not the result of our own actions.